Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. And James O'Keefe, even without Project Veritas, of course, is still out there getting the headlines, getting the scoops, and catching these absolute fucking troglodytes in the act. Hey, bud, if you're like a four, even as far as like Geek Squad employees go, and you pull a nine or anything above like a seven, point five at minimum you're probably getting busted either by the feds for that dubious content on your hard drive or it's james o'keefe about to bust you for your dubious uh you know actions at work well let's get into it breaking james o'keefe exposes black rock recruiter bragging about deciding people's fate saying war is good for business <clears throat> mask off the song would go quote the volatility creates opportunities to make profit. War is real fucking good for business. He's not wrong. Henry Kissinger's been saying this for a long time. One of our favorite writers over here, Hannah Nightingale. The video released by O'Keefe Media Group, OMG. Which, by the way, Inside Four Walls is a product of Sin Media. S-I-N Media. And James O'Keefe comes back with OMG. S-I-N OMG. That's cute. Moving on. Media Group on Tuesday showed a BlackRock recruiter, Serge Valerie Varley, my apologies, declaring that, quote, Ukraine is good for business. Unless you're, you know, just a regular everyday American citizen, then you're fucked and your taxes go up. When asked by an undercover OMG journalist about his thoughts on the Ukraine-Russia war, Varley said the conflict is, quote, good for business, adding, as an example, Russia blows up uh, Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos. The price of wheat goes uh, <laughs> going to go mad up, he says. He's going to go mad up, bruh. They don't want to be in the news. They, they don't want people to talk about them. They don't want to be anywhere on the radar. Why not? I don't know, but I suspect it's probably because it's easier to do things when people aren't thinking about it. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money, and then you can start to buy people. I work for uh, a company called BlackRock. Meet Serge Varley, a recruiter at BlackRock. Here's Serge Varley on how good war is for BlackRock's business. Do you have any um, thoughts on that? Making it better quality. Ukraine, Russia war? Yeah, I mean, I, I do have thoughts. Ukraine is good for business. I mean, you know, right? I'll give an example. Russia, Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos. Price of wheat's going to go bring that up. The Ukrainian economy is tied very largely to the wheat market, global wheat market. Prices of bread, and, you know, it really everything is, goes up and down. This is fantastic if you're trading. Volatility creates opportunities to make profit. War is going to go for business. It's exciting when shit goes wrong, right? BlackRock demands 20 trillion. It's incomprehensible numbers. BlackRock Serge Varley says all of this is above a normal person's understanding. You're like an undercover reporter. I don't know. No one would think of it. This is beyond them. 
the whole thing of like domination from a concept is just so interesting. Hi, I'm James O'Keefe with OMG News. Here we are with our latest story, this time on BlackRock, one of the world's leading asset and investment managers, which owns significant shares of companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Anheuser-Busch, Meta, Target, Procter & Gamble, Comcast, CNN, Fox, and yes, Pfizer, just to name a few. At OMG, we do not shy away from exposing powerful companies, and we're not afraid of powerful people. So we decided to take a look for ourselves at the influence BlackRock has on our politics and the influence they have on our culture. So to do that, what better place to start a hidden camera investigation than into a self-described gatekeeper at BlackRock? Like, you're kind of like a f***ing gatekeeper at BlackRock. Yeah, I am. I, I decide people's fates. Every f***ing day, I literally decide how somebody's life is going to be shaped. That's so powerful. I love it. Yeah, it's... And you know, the, the whole thing of, like, domination from a concept is just it's, it's so interesting. Introducing Serge Varley, whose LinkedIn says he's worked for Morgan Stanley, Citadel, and now as a recruiter at BlackRock. I work for uh, BlackRock. I'm not actually a finance guy. I just, I know what happens because I'm recruiting people for doing things. Mm -hmm. I'm the person who helps people from other and who's that? The hedge funds, the banks, it's that one. Campaign financing. Yes, you can buy your candidates. So, All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. How do they run the world? You acquire stuff. You diversify, you acquire, you keep acquiring, you spend whatever you make in acquiring more. And at a certain point, your risk level is just super low. Like, Imagine you've invested in um, like 10 different industries from food to to drinks to like technology, right? One, one of them fails, it doesn't matter. You have nine others to pick up. Risk management is, is inherently just about everything. And in the finance space, it's all about, it's, 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 well, it's all about the money you make. You don't, you don't let it sit. You're like, you keep using it over and over and it's Reinvest. Just, yeah, and it exponential growth. And then once you just own a little bit of everything, is that where the control? Yeah. You own a little bit of everything. And a little bit of everything gives you so much money on a yearly basis that you can take this big ton of money and then you can start to buy people. Obviously, we have the system works. First, there's the senators. And these guys are You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. It doesn't matter who wins. They're still running. They're, they're my buyers. I'll give you 500k right now. What about your tax? Yeah. I can let you get this done. They're like, yeah, of course. And Why not? Does like, everybody do that? Does BlackRock do that? The BlackRock recruiter also tells us about how the U.S. government relies on BlackRock for their economic simulation computational power. Economic simulation. They need to understand the impact of something, right? They're going to, like, raise the interest rate, for example. They're going to create this cascade of various factors that the national what's going to do, basically. And just how f***ing great the Ukraine war is for business. Do you have any um, thoughts on the Ukraine-Russia war? Ukraine is good for business. We don't want the conflict to end the country. The longer this goes on, the weaker Russia is. Uh, I'll give an example. Russia, Russia blows up Ukraine's grain stimulus. Price of wheat is going to go mad up. So what are you going to do to your trade firm? The moment that news hits, within a millisecond, you're going to pump you're going to pump trades into um, into whoever uh, the wheat suppliers are, into their stocks. Within an hour or two, that stock goes up, and then you sell, and you just made 
Why would a news channel promote a side of war? Because it's also good for business. I mean, what's news? News, right? What does news feed on? They feel on strategy. They feel on events that people like to watch. So when it happens, it's good for business or viewers. When nothing's happening, it's watch news. I'll watch news. So they're all pitching like the same talking point. Like you generally when you look at news like it's propaganda. The Ukrainian economy is tied very largely to the wheat market, global wheat market. This is fantastic if you're trading. Volatility creates opportunity to make profit. War is business. It's exciting when shit goes wrong, right? Surge also speaks on BlackRock influenced news and even gave our journalists some tips. Based on everything we know now, when they say to sell, does no, that mean we should yeah. buy it? Uh, yeah. It's like, uh, you know Jim Cramer? If you do uh, exactly the opposite of what he's advising, you actually make money. Huh? Uh, yeah. Uh. It's, it's, like, it's called the, the inverse Cramer. Because they don't want to be in the news. They, they don't want people to talk about them. They don't want to be anywhere on the radar. Why not? I don't know, but I suspect it's probably because it's easier to do things than people aren't thinking about it. And when Surge was asked about insider trading, and if Larry Fink recently sold $100 million in BlackRock shares, here is what he said. Larry Fink recently sold $100 million worth of BlackRock. Damn, Larry, that's not a good sign. The people who trade and make money, they do this the moment information comes out. If you want to invest smart, there's a tracker that tracks all politicians and where they have their stocks. Preemptively, if the stock price, if we think the stock price is going to tank, we're going to sell so that so that we, we sell it high, it tanks, and we buy back. And we made, well, we didn't make, but we preserved, preserved a few mil. But perhaps the most remarkable and profound comment by the BlackRock recruiter is the suggestion that nobody is going to care about what he is saying here or confessing here. Because as he says, quote, normal people don't give a You're like an undercover reporter. Really? No, 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 people worry about this stuff? I don't know, no, 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 people don't give a this is, this is beyond them. That these types of questions our reporter asked are beyond all of you. The answer is something that you, the people, the consumers, the shareholders, couldn't possibly understand. It's been said that it's easier to fool a man than to convince him he's been fooled. There is no question that many Americans are still asleep who may not want to wake up from their necessary illusions. But we hope and believe by showing these tapes of this BlackRock gatekeeper speaking so plainly on so many topics that not only we wake up people, but also inspire others to come forward on institutions like BlackRock. Oh, and this is just part one. Stay tuned tomorrow for my meeting with Serge Barlet. We also reached out for comment to BlackRock and here's what they had to say. TLDR, they declined to comment. Alright. Well, that's fun. That's fast. That's interesting, right, folks? <clears throat> so what are you going to do if you're a trading firm the moment that the news hits within a millisecond? You're going to pump the trades into whoever the wheat suppliers are, into their stocks within an hour or two. That sh that shit goes fucking up. Then you sell and you just make. 
I don't know, however many mil. The Ukrainian economy is tied very largely to the wheat market. Jimmy Dore fans will know this because Jimmy Dore has mentioned this before. Global wheat market prices uh, prices of bread, you know, literally everything goes up and down. This is fantastic if you're trading. The volatility creates opportunity to make profit. War is real fucking good for business. Hmm. Folks, it reminds me of a certain thing Benjamin Yanyahu said before. And after we get through this, I'm going to throw that little clip in just for you guys, just for you special, special guys at home. Every fucking day, I literally decide how someone's life is going to be shaped. Varley said, later adding, I'm not actually a finance guy, a finance guy. I just know what happens because I'm recruiting people who do these things. Varley described the described to the undercover journalist the ease at which someone could buy a politician stating quote it's not it's not thorough who the president is hmm it's not through who the president is it's through who's controlling the wallet of the president when asked who's controlling the president's wallet Varley responded with the hedge funds, BlackRock, the banks, these guys run the world. Varley said, these banks run the world because you acquire stuff. You diversify. You acquire. You just keep acquiring. You spend whatever you make in acquiring more. And at, this, and at a certain point, your risk level is super low. Imagine you've invested in 10 different industries. From a food to drinks to technology. If one of them fails, it doesn't matter. You have nine others to back you up. Varley said that one that said that once, quote, you own a little bit of everything, you can take a big fuck ton of money, and then you can start to buy people. Speaking of buying people, Varley said uh, first tier, uh, first tier are senators, which he called fucking cheap. <laughs> you got ten grand, you can buy a senator. It doesn't matter who wins. They're in my pocket at this point. Well, ladies and gentlemen, isn't that comforting? Don't you feel happy knowing that? We look forward to seeing where the story goes. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been James Manson, and I shall catch you guys later.